Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Numbers Don't Lie with Dylan. How did I become addicted to sports? It all started with my family and brothers participating in them and us always having a game on the TV. The fast pace and the crowds going is crazy is what made me admire them and the players. I wanted to be just like them. I watched in awe. I'd take note of other players at their peak and tried to pick up little things I noticed from here and there. I started playing my first sport, which was basketball, when I was six. Hello, and welcome back to Numbers Don't Lie with Dylan, the podcast about sports. In today's show, we're going to be talking about all the sports and activities you can do at your house while quarantined. So going off quarantine, what I do here with me is my dad. What we do right now is mow the lawn, work work out with weights that we have. There's a lot of other things that you could do in order to stay in shape besides sitting in the house and doing nothing. Yep, we try to work out in the yard and do a little gardening a little bit every day not during the the hot part of the day but usually early in the morning at night we get out there dug up the front of the yard put in some new plants mulch decorated the outside a little bit yeah you see a lot of people in the neighborhood working working in their yards and and just talking to each other on trying to stay busy and and stay active through all this stuff yeah, get to know your neighbors a little bit better because a lot sure. of people around are, are doing the same thing. Can't go anywhere, but yeah, everybody's outside riding on their bikes, doing doing the most they can outdoor-wise, and not staying coked up inside the house. I didn't realize how many people were in this neighborhood until all this stuff started. No kidding, I hadn't seen so many people walking or riding bikes, and I don't yeah. think in the three years we've lived here. Yeah, no, it's definitely a big change um with with all that's going on um with with stuff that we can do around the house um yeah, it's that time of the year spring cleaning you know clean the inside and you know empty your closets organizing parts of your house that don't get to uh, lots of cleaning yeah. inside and out reorganize the garage yeah, that's a. It's not really a sport, but it's it's more of an activity to to keep you busy and keep you moving. Yep, and keep your uh, keep your sanity because sitting inside all day is yeah, it's <laughs> not good. You go crazy pretty quick. Yeah, um, talking about going on uh, sports wise, when you were younger, what did you do with like your siblings or, or your dad just to stay, you know? Like active around the house. Did you ever like play any games with them or? Um, used to throw the ball outside. Uh, my dad and I were both big into baseball. Yeah. He played little league. I played little league. So we would play catch out in the front yard. Uh, we both liked to play basketball when I was younger. Yeah. Um, didn't have a a hoop at my house, but we would go to the park and play. Yeah. Uh, and I did the same thing with you, know, you and your brothers. We play catch. We. Yeah. Go to a batting cage or something. I throw balls. Yeah, stuff to just keep 
Yep, stay moving, keep active. Yeah. I remember when we when we got the basketball hoop, we would play yep. all the time. Every day that I would come over, we'd always, like, it would be like a routine just to stay in shape and stay busy. And it would be like a great, like, bonding between everybody and it would bring everybody closer together. Yep, your old man still could beat you. <laughs> Not so much now. <laughs> yeah, but it's like stuff like that. Yeah. What I see a lot, especially right now, everybody's, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, dads are outside with their kids doing the same thing. Playing catch in the backyard, playing basketball in the driveway. Yeah. And, you know, inside, everybody's still trying to keep busy with cleaning-wise. and Yeah. There's only so much cleaning you can do. Yeah, you before can, you bore yourself you out. You go crazy doing that stuff, too. And little projects around the house you try to find yeah with all the the videos online surfacing what i see people just trying to trying to make other people laugh on the internet and with all these challenges going on with with mini hoops or basketballs or trick shotting and yep jumping over stuff even inside your house that they're, they're just trying to stay busy and i've seen them set up you know obstacle courses american ninja stuff and people's backyards and their kids are doing it just yeah. anything you can think of to stay active and be creative some people are a lot more creative than than i am yeah i'm pretty simple-minded <laughs> yeah the only one um all right i think it's time to wrap it up if you have any questions or want to hear us talk about a topic that interests you in sports in the sports world you can contact us by social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Numbers Don't Lie. Thank you. All right. Hello, and welcome back to Numbers Don't Lie, the podcast about sports. In today's show, we're going to be talking about players who wore the number one. So going off of players who wore number one there's a lot in in every sport but I think the the main one in in the, the sports world has to be going on into the NBA there's a lot of players who's have their careers put on hold or ended shortly due to injuries whether good or bad not even have to be injuries but one of the people that I do want to talk about is Tracy McGrady, because starting off in his career, when he first started playing, he was amazing and just full of energy, and his his athleticism was was you know one of a kind. I I, I don't know a lot about McGrady. Uh, I most know him for when he played with Orlando. Yeah. Um, he was. He was, I, I would say, a little above average yeah. for most, yeah. most players. He had a, a decent career with Orlando. Yeah. Um, I, I know he was. He got injured there, too. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of like the, the Derrick Rose of, of earlier <laughs> year. Yeah, you could say that. Um, I remember because he first got drafted in, in Toronto by the Raptors, and him and, and Vince, Carter, Vince Carter, who are actually cousins, I believe, they were playing for a few years, and then he wanted something better, and so he got out of the situation he was in in Toronto, and he came down over here to Florida, and he's actually from Polk County. That's, that was one of the main reasons why he came down here, so he could be with his family. I didn't know 
and stuff and stuff like that. He was really excited to to join the Magic when he did, and when he played down here in Orlando, it was it was him just carrying the team, and I I think that kind of led him into injuries with how many games he was playing, and he wasn't taking the rest that he needed to, like today's NBA players do. Um, they they didn't have a much of a team built around him, so like you said, he was. Yeah, no. He was having to carry a lot of the load. In in the early, in like the mid two thousands was his was his peak, and then he got traded. After he left the Magic, he went into for the Houston Rockets, and with him and Yao Ming, and they both had career-ending injuries. But McGrady was was an, a superstar at the time, and and the injuries that he had with his. I believe he tore his meniscus or some part of his of his leg, something down there. It it quickly just career like his career just like ended just like that and he wasn't he was never able to recover and become the same. Yeah. Now um, getting away from basketball, another popular number one who has had a an injury that pretty much hasn't technically ended his career yet, but he's he's hanging on by a thread. Is Cam Newton? Yeah, yeah. He he spent his whole career in I believe, in Carolina. Yeah, I believe so. But in was it eighteen or think, nineteen? Yeah. He had a, an injury, and you know he never really came back fully to them. And the last I've heard, he he was released by Carolina, but he hasn't been picked up by anybody else. Yeah. So him and him and Jameis are kind of hoping that somebody comes calling for them. Although I would take Cam over yeah. Jameis in any day, <laughs> I've, as I think yeah. any team would. But I've heard about the the whole NFL um, sports uh, video game cover. If you're a, a quarterback yeah. on the on the cover on the of cover of Madden, of the Madden, Madden curse. the Madden curse. I don't think Cam's been on a cover, so he's good on that part. But it still comes down to more of an of an injury. Like yeah. he's still, it's still scary to to think about that stuff. Like his career yeah. in 2015 when he was in the Super Bowl up against Peyton Manning, he and he won MVP that year. I think he was at the the peak of his of his career, and and I didn't even see stuff like this happening I wouldn't I wouldn't nobody I don't think anybody saw him being cut by the Panthers and and the way that he did and the way it's all going downhill for him you just hope that he can be able to recover yeah he'll bounce back somewhere yeah um now not so much an injury but uh more of a I guess a blemish on this guy's mark is uh, plays for the Houston Astros, Alex Correa. Yeah. You know what? What can you say Carlos about the Correa, Astros? Carlos Correa. Um, the whole cheating for past, you know, few seasons with their pitch calling and the garbage can banging. And, yeah. You know what was his involvement in that? That's another player wearing the number one. That's got some kind of. Yeah, bad luck or something yeah, just happens curse to his career. On the, is there a curse on the number one? Yeah. Penny Hardaway going back into basketball. Yeah. Also, with, with him and Shaq, when, what they were able to start with the Magic when they first had their yeah, that, when the that team first came. That was a good time in basketball. 
it was like the dynamic duo. It was like him and him and Shaq against Jordan and Pippen for multiple years, yeah. going back and forth at each other, and it was it was it was great, but it it was short. Like once Shaq left, a few years after that. Yeah, magic went down for a long time when Shaq left. Yeah, when, when Shaq Sh- betrayed Orlando, he he did the he was the the, the first LeBron. Bird. Yeah. LeBron leaves Cleveland and yeah. See, I'm leaving Magic or Shaq did the same thing. See, you, Magic. Yeah. I'm heading to Hardaway. He I'm had a uh, he was dealing with um, stress in his knees as well from from all the the jumping and and just constant he physical. The, he had the same thing as uh, McGrady did. Yeah, in Shaq a way. Left. Hardaway yeah. was left to yeah. basically carry the team. Yeah, it was it was him, just him and by himself when Shaq left, so it put a toll on him. And, and after that, I think he uh, he just started to end it. His career never never got back to where it was, right. and it just kind of hurt the magic in his in his career. Now I know he's doing coaching for Memphis. The, the college right now so I'm glad to see that he's still in the still in the game in the career yeah that type of path where he could he would still be noticeable and you would still hear about him but it's just sad to see you know how it ended with him alright uh, I think today's topics have been good and uh, it's time to wrap up again if you have any questions or want to hear from us you can go ahead and contact us by social media through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Numbers Don't Lie. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to Numbers Don't Lie, the podcast about sports. In today's show, we're going to be talking about controversial games that have happened throughout the years. Starting off recently, most recently, everybody's heard of the Houston Astros scandal and everything that happened in between as we're just now finding the the true understanding of what had happened not only this year but it just got out this year even with them being in the the World Series I believe the past two or three years they've they've just now caught on to it yeah I, I don't remember who the quote-unquote whistleblower was but Going back now and looking at the previous games from you know, last season, yeah. the season before when they were in the World Series yeah. and won the World Series, and this year falling out in the the American League Championship Series, yeah. um, you can hear, you know, blatantly the banging calls. on the garbage cans, the bats hitting the dugout roof. Yeah. Uh, whistles. I've watched tons of videos on YouTube and on and on Sports Center. They've talked about it multiple times, just about how how it all unfolded and and other MLB players that don't even play, not even just MLB players, just sports players around the world, and how they how they feel about it. It's just it's just cheating, and it's it's something that I don't think we'll ever forget. Yeah. Even from a few years from now, because technically it's 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 cheating. You stole the. Yes, it's cheating. It's using technology to cheat. Yeah. You know, if you can 
pick up on how a pitcher, certain gestures the pitcher's doing to know what pitch is coming. Yeah. Hey, that's fair game. Yeah. But to have a, a camera set out in, out in the outfield and zooming in and relaying in from the dugout to the batter, yeah. you know, that, that crosses crosses the line. Yeah, um, now... There's rules in baseball. There's unwritten rules in baseball. Yeah. And the, they cross the they line. Cross and the it, line. They 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 should pay for it with, with the commissioner and yeah. what everybody's been saying. They deserve everything that's getting thrown their way right now. I mean, if you if you had this idea that you you guys planned this whole thing out because it wasn't just a oh hey we should do this. You, it obviously was planned yeah. out, and you guys the whole team and, kept it a secret. And the the Astros did the right thing. They fired their manager. They fired yep. you know a, a couple coaches. I'm surprised some of the players that are still on there are still there. And and because there was no quote unquote proof of, of who, who was yeah. who was banging the garbage cans, who was sending signals in. Yeah. Even the Red Sox manager was dismissed yeah. because he was with the Astros yeah, when, at the time. Yeah. And they proved yeah. it. So you know, multiple players from. And managers from different teams have been affected by this that have, have lost their jobs and yeah. careers because of... The reputation and all that stuff. Oh, that, that's cheat so we can World, world, world yeah. Series. Yeah, you know, people is don't it really worth losing you know, $20 million a year for a yeah. ring? People don't look at them the same way. and nope. Rightfully so. I would I would like to win a world championship, but yeah. if, I'm, if I'm on the raise and I made it that far... I still got a good payday. Yeah. I, I love playing baseball. I love playing the game. I'm getting paid an obscene amount of money to play a game, but oh, yeah. is it worth losing my job over? No, not in the least. You know, that's like on another on another topic. It's not more of a of a game. It's more of a debate with the the whole Jordan and LeBron situation and and who's better. Person Jordan all day. Personally, I'd take Jordan not just only because I'm a I'm a Bulls fan just just the way he changed the game. I mean, they have a documentary coming about coming out about him in, in the in the 90s and what the Chicago Bulls did and what Michael Jordan did for the whole sports, you know, uh, world and how he how he just significantly changed it. He was he was an ambassador to the game. He, exactly. He was his work he ethic, it, his play, his leadership. You know, just that was that was a great time in basketball. The Jordan yeah. versus Bird. Yeah, you know, the Jordan and Magic. Magic, yeah. They ma- was, when it was Magic and Bird, it was you could see the NBA was heading into a, a good yep. uh, direction with popularity, and it was going to blow up. And once Michael Jordan took over the game, um, after I think I think it was. What Magic Johnson said after the the Dream Team and after that the 1992 Dream Team is when Jordan, uh, what Magic said, Jordan took over the league and it was his league and he was gonna right. he was gonna control it and put it on the map and and LeBron has done that in in a way but Jordan was the first to ever do it so that's why I I think personally Jordan will always be better on that part and that's why I look at him. Higher than I would. Yeah, I don't. You know, I don't see. A, I don't. Jordan had his his rivalries, but yeah. no rivalries like Magic and Bird had. Yeah, there seemed like year after year after year was Lakers, Celtics in the finals every year. Yeah, I mean they made video games out of Bird versus Jordan. Yeah, and and 
as a kid, I used to like to play him, and then when Jordan came along, he took it over when Bird left and Magic had to retire. Yeah. But LeBron wasn't there yet. Kobe was there. Yeah. Kobe was good. Kobe. Kobe was great. I'm going to say he's good. He was great. But they never had that same type of rivalry. Yeah, no. Kobe. But Jordan is when, uh, head over heels when, uh, better than LeBron. Yeah. When Kobe came into the league and he was still like in his early years of playing NBA is when Jordan was on the on the edge of retiring and and he was his years were were numbered yeah. and you didn't know how much longer he was going to play so get this getting to see them Jordan and Kobe go at it that that was a a movie in itself like I I love watching watching those I still watch highlights of that and then once Jordan retired it was Kobe and LeBron not as much as we wanted it to and we still, they they still debate on on who would have won if if they were to face up in the finals together, right. when they had when they were playing against each other. But no, I'm, I don't look at it stat wise when it comes to Jordan and and LeBron because I honestly, it, it's a it's a team game, it's a sports yes. game. It, it's going to help each other out. Jordan had a better. He made the people around him better. Jordan. Yeah. Was a leader. He he made his team better, made his people better. Yeah. LeBron, on the other hand, he's never really had a strong enough team around him, yeah. other than Miami. Miami had some great players. Yeah. Uh, but none to the likes of he had Pippen and Cartwright and John Paxson and yeah. uh, Steve um, Kerr, Steve Luke Kerr, Longley. You know, a lot of these players are now coaches in the game. Yeah. You know, Jordan showed his leadership, he yeah. passed it on to them, and here they are now, you know, teaching others. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. Um, but yeah, I honestly just believe that, that Jordan's the, be- the better player when it comes to him and, and you know, LeBron, but you well, don't... we actually agree on something. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, it's not really a debate right now and between us but to other people that you know may be oh, listening to this yeah you know, there's plenty of people there they might be today. heated at me at this moment but <laughs> i don't know i mean yeah but i think well, i well, think they can get their own podcast yeah <laughs> i think i think jordan's better and i don't think that stats matter at this at the point of you know what i'm what i'm talking about but uh yeah again I think this does it for the podcast. If you have any questions or would like to hear more about something like this, if you have uh, something you'd like to say, you can go ahead and um, get at us um, through social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Numbers Don't Lie. Thank you.